All right, y'all already know what the fucking deal is. Let's let's just hop right into it. If you know it, sing along you know with me. me. Vibes this morning. She said, "You're a player, aren't you? And I bet you got hoes." I said, "You don't know me like that. I just go with the flow." She said, "You, you don't leave me like that. You're gonna leave me on red." Take me seriously. I said, I'll try my very best, but we'll have, have to wait and see. Wait and see. Cause friends turn into sleepless nights, and sleepless nights turn into love. Love turns into gentation. and friends by Tyvert S. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Entangled Thoughts Podcast. I am your host, Poetic Justice, Always here as humbly as I can. Remember, guys, this is the podcast where there ain't no hoes, but uh, we do think out loud. If you're listening to this on the streaming platforms, go ahead. Give us a full five-star rate 
and review what that does. It helps us move up in the algorithm. It helps us get discovered by more podcast listeners. So do that for us, guys. It's a great way for you to support our podcast. Another great way you to support our podcast is checking out the Patreon. Guys, let me tell you about a place. A place that's free of judgment. Free of scrutiny. Join the Patreon, guys. For just a dollar a month, you get access to about hours upon hours of bonus content. And on this bonus content, we speak free of the lip. Without reservation or regard for what we might say in threat of getting canceled. There. We come unfiltered. I honestly believe that's where the best content happens. So go ahead, do that for us, guys. It's a great and the number one way for you to support our podcast. <sighs> How's life? For Oh, 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 my bad, my bad. If you're on your way to work or school this morning, have a good, good day at work and school. Remember, I love you. You are love. And have a great day, sweetie. Mwah. I'm probably going to be stealing that from Dom Sharp. Dom, if you're listening to this ever in life, I'm so sorry, but it's just too good. It's too good. Why are you such a fucking genius? It's your fault. Now I'm blaming you because you, you're just so enigmatically creative. How are you doing today, guys? Is your drive to work or school, is it going well? Is your day going well? How's your day going? Hope it's going good. Let me explain what's been happening life-wise, right? So life-wise, first things first, got a new job. Yes, yes, yes. I'm finally leaving the fuck-ass job that I currently work. Not only that, but I got two jobs now officially. So I, I, I've been doing interviews like for the past two and a half weeks or so. And what actually went very well, and I I landed the job, and I just landed a second one as of earlier today. So shout out to me, uh, fuck the job that I currently work because it's ass. Uh, I don't know if I talked about it, but I'm gonna just I'm gonna just say it because I feel like I haven't talked about it, so I'm gonna just say it. And if I if I'm end up repeating something, then fuck it, content. So, the pat like a couple weeks ago, me and my manager we got into it, and I, it's not it's not a regular schmegler manager. No, this is the district manager. Me and her got at it because, for, long story short, she wanted me to continue working for the company for about eight dollars and twenty five cents. That's not worth a shit. I can't wipe my ass with eight dollars and twenty five cents. I'm a broke nigga, but, like, I have standards. So, obviously, not okay with it. She disagreed. We disputed about it. And I, I, the fuck? You thought, y'all really thought y'all was going to have me work as a manager for 825? You can suck the backside of my motherfucking dick. That's what you can do, ma'am. So, long story short, she has not been talking to me, which, which, is, which is perfect. Don't need to talk to her. Why, like, why are you hitting me up? I have no reason to have conversation with you at this point in time. You can exit stage left. Thank you. However, comma, at the same time, before I leave, I need, I need y'all to take care of my certifications. 
my uh my uh I need y'all to also pay me my money. Speaking of uh jobs fucking people over, I was on TikTok today scrolling through and I saw this video of this dude. He this a man's is mad. He hot because apparently the job that he worked, he worked at a wing stop where they fired him. He didn't go into the specifics of what the exact reason was for the, his termination. But long story short, he started outing them at wherever the fuck he stays at. He started outing them. was like, that's why y'all be having roaches in y'all food and followed, followed up with video fucking evidence. Crazy. You would. First of all, if he didn't get fired, he was just going to let this shit slide. To this day, that's some nasty business. No pun intended. Um, because I'm talking about this shit was nasty. He they had a roach infestation. There was roaches inside the sprite in the in like the water sink where they do their uh meal their uh their food prep. It was nasty. And I'm just thinking, y'all. Y'all are probably going to be the first people to die in this next this next due pandemic. Y'all y'all are sacrificial lambs for us to further the study of the human body. Is y'all been eating roaches? It's probably roaches in your fucking stomach right now, giving birth. You have an infestation in your stomach. They gonna they gonna be shitting our roaches. You know, you go, you go plop one down in the water. Like, ooh, that felt different. Like, why when you take a shit, sometimes the the tiniest shits take the most work to push out. But the bigger ships, they just they just gracefully leave your asshole. I don't like that. That the math the math not mathing to me. Cause why am I going super saying for a little pebble drop, but like a a nice a decently sized shit can just fall out my ass so gracefully. God make it make sense. That's all I'm asking. Just make it make sense. Also, this past week, like speaking from going from today to last Thursday. I went to uh, Rose Rooftop in the Woodlands by myself. Just want, wanted to dance and have a good time. Cool. Get there, and I do exactly what that is. I, I start dancing and have a good time. As previously as previously disposed, I'm a very good dancer. I don't, okay, okay, I'm not going to say very good because like, that's like me bragging, saying, like, uh, you niggas ain't shit. But I'm a, I'm a very okay dancer. There we go. I'm a very... Okay, dancer. I was on said dance floor, and these white women, two different, two different white women, two different groups, two different ends of the uh, rooftop bar. The first one, she was like, "Oh my god, you're just I just love coming here and seeing you dance." Walks by, cups her hands, and runs it through my dreads. What did he say? At this point in time, I feel a plethora 
of emotions because why the fuck are you touching my hair, bro? Like I, I, I never, when I was younger, I never really understood Solange's song. Don't touch my hair, but seriously, don't touch my fucking hair. I don't know if it's a black person thing or is it just a me thing, but I am very, um, combative when people touch my hair because dreadlocks off rip and also there's like i have this like spiritual theory that your your hair growth your the length of your hair determines the state of your crown chakra if you don't know about chakras chakras are the seven key points of your body that affect uh different emotional aspects your crown is it protects your head uh it governs your um let me look this up because I don't want to feed y'all bad information. Crown chakra. Mm, there we go. Okay. The crown chakra. The crown chakra is about spiritual connection and transformation. It lifts and inspires you, connecting you to the divine. This chakra also gives you a sense of your own divinity, the awareness that you are a soul within a human body. So it it, it governs your spiritual uh, prowess. I'm gonna just say it like that. That's that's how we're gonna summar, summarize that. So growing your hair out, I feel like it like you you start to develop. I have like a spiritual connection to my dreads because the length and the length and the thickness of my dreads and just just them in general, I feel like it's a manifestate a physical manifestation of my spiritual energy. That sounds like bullshit saying that out loud, but that's just it's just it's just what I feel. And I feel like when somebody touches my hair, they're fucking with that said energy. Don't want that in life. So combative off rip. So the first one, she runs by she runs her hand through my dreads, and I'm beady eyes. Pull back, look at her like she fucking crazy. Like I know, I just know, I just know this cracker didn't run her fucking fingers through my fucking hair. Ah oh, hell no, nah, bro, this ain't the vibe. The second one, she runs by, and I I'm pretty sure that again this was like a week and a half ago. She runs by, and then she grips. The dread. She like the one first lady. She just she just ran her hands gently through it. Nah, the second bitch. She had a grip to this hole, and I'm just thinking, oh my fucking god, these white people. Somebody, somebody, these crackers be cracking. These crackers be cracking. I don't understand it. Don't want that in life, but whatever. So, in other news. I just had to flex this real quick. Again, I'm a motherfucking shooter. I can't always, I can't always shoot. I can't always score for what I want. But when I do score, it feels rewarding as fuck. Let me explain why. Because um, I was at a bar the other night doing my motherfucking thing, enjoying life, seeing drunk people, dancing vibes i get hot and i ended up taking a seat somewhere in their little patio area now while i'm sitting down i was like you know what i don't got nothing better to do and again 
my subconscious mind goes to Tinder, start swiping. I matched on I matched with this girl on Tinder. And that's how all my stories usually start. And like I'm looking at her name and I'm looking at her picture and I'm like, hey yo, she look mad fucking familiar. And I did it like a little deep. I had to stalk her page just a, just a little bit. Put two and two together. And I'm like, oh shit. This is the bartender. So at this moment, I'm feeling a slew of different emotions because she got me drinks to drink. We drunk them. And I know she thinks I'm cool. That's how I'm feeling. I'm feeling like T-Pain because I fell in love with the bartender. You know what? Speaking of which, I mean, this is like a little side topic, but Dom Sharp has said this thing on his podcast. I don't know if I saw it on the clip first or if I heard it. Well, if I heard it on the actual pod, but he said he said this funny joke that I agree with that I like. I have a new love of my life every two to th- every two to five weeks, or every three to five weeks. That is a fucking hilarious statement because it's true. I have a new love of my life every three to five weeks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't, I don't. I'm not out here like that. I mean, younger me most definitely. In these streets, boy. <laughs> in in this week's drama, a lot didn't happen. A lot didn't happen, Gango. Let me explain. All right. First of all, I had a whole situation happen. Whole situation, bro. I'm just. <sighs> So, I'm going to just lay it out flat. So, about two years ago, I was steadily fucking with this girl named I don't know. I don't know. I can't think of a, I can't think of a solid name for her. But, like, we'll just say that I was fucking with a girl. I was in the I was fucking with a girl. And the consensus of our relationship was was very clear and cutthroat. She was only a sneaky link. Meaning, you have one job in this relationship dynamic. I come over, I pick you up, bring you to my house, dick you down, probably cuddle for a little bit, and then you promptly leave. That is the confines of this relationship. Now, at that point in time, didn't want a relationship. Like an actual relationship relationship. So she made it uh, very apparent to me that's where she wanted to. That was her moves for our relationship going forward. I wasn't down for that. I was perfectly I was perfectly okay with slutting her out and not having any emotions about her afterwards. But she wanted something more. She saw something in me that she liked. She, I don't know what it was, but she saw it. So after after like a couple of shady events, I ended up like she ended up just cutting me off as she should because again I wasn't trying to get in a relationship with her, and 
because of that attitude and the way she was acting, it caused uh, several discrepancies within our relationship. So, yesterday, I get a notification on my phone. Dude asked me on Snapchat. I don't give my Snapchat out to too many people because it's very personal. That's mine. I post I post my personal stuff on there. So that's one. And the second thing is because I like to keep tabs on everybody that I know and I feel like Snapchat is probably the most effective way of me messaging someone. Cool, great, awesome. Anyways. At the at the double at the double back. Anyways. Dude sends me a message. Message only has my name on it. I was like, okay, so uh, apparently this dude know me. I don't know him, but this is this is an interesting. Uh, this art this situation is already interesting as fuck. So we here, fuck it, we ball. Then proceeds to send me a um a video of him in a field somewhere. And him and him and the girl are arguing. I was like, okay, I don't know why you sent this to me. Might have been a missed text, but whatever. You do you. Life be lifing. Goes in. Okay, I, I don't my bad. My bad. I fucked that up. I fucked that up. <laughs> Couple minutes later, I'm scrolling through Snapchat stories. And I find the said girl that uh that I I was talking to for like two years ago. And she posted something on her said story. I'm like, okay, okay. Might be fire. Let's peep it out. She posted almost the exact scene of where the dude posted, but it was vice versa from her point of view. And I started putting two together. Okay, obviously they know something and obviously something went down. So let me reach out to her to find out what the fuck is going on. Bro. Whoa, hold it there. Let's take a quick break to pay some bills. This episode is proudly sponsored by the patrons on Patreon. Join our Patreon, guys, and get access to hours of unreleased bonus content. We have our $1 tier, aka the kingdom of our Patreon. And the reason why we do this, it gives you access to our main podcast shoutouts and bonus podcasts. Not only that, you also get access to our Discord server. And then we also have our $5 tier where you get all the above and plus access to ask us questions via our Discord. And last but certainly not least, we have our $10 tier which gives you access to weekly vlogs and exclusive VIP access to any future events that we will be holding. So join our Patreon today, guys, and support us and the podcast. Okay. So the audio is going to sound a little weird. I'm not even going to front to y'all. Why is it going to sound weird, Miles? Well, I will tell you, random listener from somewhere a part of the world, because it is literally the next day. Uh, Whilst recording last night, I was just like, yo, I was getting tired. I was exhausted. I was like, fuck. I can't, it's only 20 minutes in. I can't even, I can't even drag this on. Went to sleep. Woke up 
super early as fuck the next day. Like, it's like 9 o'clock, 9 or 10 o'clock, something like that. Well, anyway, back, back, back onto the story. So, I realize that the scenes are similar. And she starts telling me, like, I ask her, like, hey, are you okay? Because it looked like the scene looked mad aggressive. I'm talking about she go over here calling him a bitch-ass nigga. And he said, fuck you too, then, bitch. And she says something about him putting his hands on her, which crazy. But then, again, I stand for equal rights. But, Miss Ma'am, if you touched him, you're going to get an equal left with that hoe too. That's only fair. That's only fair. Y'all want equality. This is me giving it to you. I'm just putting that. You know what? You know what? I'm going to talk about it because it pisses me off just a little bit. You know, last December, I was talking to this girl. And fine. Fine. Let me just say that. Fine. Possibly one of the upper tier, finer girls that I've ever dated. I caught a bag. I'm proud of that. Yeah. I'm like, I caught a bag and I'm proud of that. So one day we were, I like, like, I like to, now when I'm like thinking about dating somebody, I like to test the waters because I need to know what they're okay with and what they're not okay with. And I asked her about, um, do you feel like it's appropriate for a man to put hands on a woman? And she's like, no, never. And I was like, I agree with you. I agree with you. But let's look at the situation deeper. Okay, like man hit, man punches the woman first. Man is not being outwardly aggressive towards her. He hits her first. Do you still think it's okay? She said, of course not. He shouldn't do that. I was like, but this this woman's literally beating on him. You don't think I'ma just I'ma just sleep her out. One good punch. That's all she needs. Just get her slumped out real quick. She like, no, like she but he shouldn't he shouldn't have to resort to that much force. He's a man. Like if you like it's it's that is abuse. And I said, but you hit me first. That math not math and ladies, ladies, I love you. I do. I I I'm in love with every woman that walks the earth. But there's a problem within y'all community. Y'all think y'all have the ability to walk around without any consequences. I'm a nice guy. But it's going to take for you to meet the wrong guy for you to realize that the equality that y'all fought for years to get, y'all have it and then some in today's society. But when shit because when shit really starts looking to be equal, that's not really what y'all want. Women, the feminist movement does not want equality. They want superiority. You can ask them. You can listen to the testimonies. They don't want equal. Look, the I guess the fem Nazis. I guess that's that's the term. They don't. They don't want equality. They want superiority. Keep that in mind. 
But yeah, so like she she goes on a whole thing about how man's never supposed to hit a woman. I don't believe that. I believe again. I believe in equal rights. So if you touch me, you can catch an equal left with that one, <laughs> with that whole tool. Period. Period. I know. I know that's something harsh for some people to hear, but it's the truth. You gotta accept it. You can't live in a world without consequences because the moment that you feel, the moment somebody brings those consequences to your door, you're going to act like, this is never supposed to happen to me. How dare he? This racist, misogynistic, homophobic, cisgendered male. And I'm going to just look at you, bitch. What the fuck are you talking about? You hit me first, and so I gracefully slumped you out. These bitches tripping, bro. (laughs) These bitches tripping. (laughs) So, little church announcements. So, I'm looking to put together a live show. I talked to the venue last night, and they definitely think it's doable. So what I need from y'all, from our listeners, I need y'all to comment on my my Instagram. It's Instagram.com forward slash only poetic justice. I need y'all to comment on my Instagram reels. Tell me, just comment hashtag live show. Just do that for me. Hashtag live show. What the what that does, it helps me actually. Let me see. Let me see if that's I'm pretty sure that's a it's a that's that sounds like it's a very common tag. So let's see if there's any hashtag let's put that live shit it's three million okay Let's put entangled thoughts live. Oh, bet, bet. So, what I need from y'all, this is me asking, reaching out as a creator. I need for y'all to go on to Instagram at Instagram.com forward slash only poetic justice. Find a real doesn't matter which one and comment hashtag entangle thoughts live what that does allows me to see all everybody that's commented in the same in the same subsection so i can see and like really really delve into how many people can i expect to do for this live show and how big of a turnout that way that way i can i can really start to put shit together so do that for me guys please it's a where I'm really trying to make this live show happen. I have like so many creative ideas. Uh, later today, I'm gonna be watching one so I can get like a good idea slash draft of how one really works. All right, do that for me, please. All right, all right, all right. So normally, this is the part of the pod where I introduce a story, but 
I don't have a story to tell. I I don't I don't I don't ran out of stories. I mean, I guess I guess this little quick twenty minutes, like this five twenty minutes. Oh, I didn't even finished story about the old dude. Um, yeah. Long story short, dude ends up hitting me up, and I know dude is Shorty's boyfriend or ex. I don't know what the fuck they got going on with their situation. So he hits me up. Hey, yo, bro, what's going on? Nothing, nothing much. Uh, what's up? Say, hey, yo, bro, I heard you be doing that podcast shit. That sounds fire. I'm trying to get on. Oh. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, most, most definitely. Like, what? Like, what do you do? He showed me his. He showed me his profile. Do end up having like a 50 minute conversation with this dude. Pretty nice, pretty nice. I didn't. The conversation went better than I expected it to because it's like, first of all, he called my phone when he was dialing, and I looked at the thing pop up on my uh, phone. I'm like, because I knew it was him. He was called on Snapchat, so now I had to make I had to make an executive fucking decision. Do I answer this phone? Cause like I think you, I thought he was gonna be extremely combative. Like, hey yo, nigga, you been fucking my bitch. This, that, and the third. I'm about to pull up on your bitch ass. And I'm thinking like, gang, bro, I have not fucked with your shorty in like over almost over two years. Why you tripping? That was two years ago. She probably been ran through by other guys. Like, nah, gang. Why am I fighting you over a girl that I don't even have, I don't even talk to? That's crazy. That's silly. Why would I do that? So, ends up talking, and you're like, you know, we end up having a good conversation about content creating. So I was like, oh, yeah, go to this, go to this dope, this, that, and the third. Then, like, I finally, like, I know, I know why he's calling because he wants some kind of confirmation, anything. I get it. I'm a guy. I get it. I've been cheated on. So then I was like, hey, yo, who gave you my number? He didn't want to tell me at first. He avoided the question, but then he eventually broke down and told me, like, yeah, oh, shorty gave me your number, your uh, Snapchat, whatever. And I was like, yeah. But you said the truth. And then uh, we talked about it. He's talking about his position in the relationship. I'm not about to air out his dirty laundry, but yeah. More of the story. Don't put me in other y'all fucking fucking drama. Like, ladies, let me my ladies. Let me. This, this gonna get me in trouble. <laughs> this gonna get me in trouble. <laughs> ladies, although I'm in love with every single one of you, hundred percent without a doubt. Respectfully, don't put me in your drama. Because why you do that to me, Stink? I don't need that in life. I'm already depressed. My nana died. I'm talking to myself in a room. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm debating on what, what to name this episode, either the hashtag Entangled Thoughts Live or my nana died. And like people just come to expect this deep dark ass episode. 
Or better yet, fuck you, my Nana died. I need mental help. I do need mental help. Speaking of which, I talked to my I talked to one of my closer friends yesterday. I haven't seen her in a minute. I figured it would be a good time to possibly chop it up with her and stop by at her job. And we had like a three hour conversation or something like that. Two hours, three hours, something like that. And made me realize I, I said this before as an idea. I think Growing up and maturing into your adulthood, obviously, is significantly harder to make and keep friends. Because in high school and college, you're surrounded by certain groups of people that you naturally every day that you're going to see. So it's in, indispens- you're going to spend an indispensable amount of time with them off rip. So if y'all, you, y'all just kind of hanging out with each other, then that's... That, that's that's that y'all that's how most people naturally just become friends but in the adult world you don't get that maybe you get that at your job but that's about it but like i think going from a young adult's mindset to a full a full adult like you think like yo i like to make friends at work this and the third but going into an adult mindset like hey yo nigga my bills need to be paid i got responsibilities at home so if I don't make friends, that's cool. But as long as I'm chasing that bag, and that's what I'm for, and I get that. So now, like, what a, a many tasks that I got going on with myself is I'm trying to cultivate and gain meaningful friendships, like people that like a support, trying to build a strong and safety support system around me. People of uh, high quality, people that are very intellectual, emotionally intelligent, people that can um, that I can sit down and have have intelligent conversations with for hours. Some people that are steadily improving in their life and their livelihood, and that have big dreams and goals that they want to follow. That is the type of people I want to build a support system around. Obviously, with that being said, there's a certain caliber of people that I currently fuck with that don't meet that um, criteria. Mainly because I understand it. Life, life be life in sometimes. So, so and especially since we're young, like the people in my the people in my niche age age group are like twenty, I'd say twenty three to twenty five ish so i get it we're young you still we still figuring shit out and not everybody has that deep of a mindset uh at this point in time now i also understand that for some people for some uh, and i ain't gonna say some like that's the mindset that i require let's i'm gonna just say that that is the mindset that i require uh, for like, and like, I have certain people that fit that requirement. Like, those are the people I want to keep a hundred and ten percent because I value those relationships more than anything. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Like I said, let's get into uh, from one asshole to another. Another, another, another. Am I the asshole for asking my guest to pay ten dollars to come to my wedding? 
This sounds sick. Off rip. This sounds sick. My fiance, a 23-year-old male, and I, 23-year-old female, are getting married in less than a month. We're doing a small wedding and only inviting 20 guests. We decided we wanted to have our wedding up on a canyon, but the assets is canyon and it costs $10. So we're having the guests pay the $10 to enter the canyon, but this canyon's fee... But we put this canyon fee on our invitation. My sister called today and said she just received her invite in the mail and she was mad about having to pay to attend the wedding. She called me an asshole because I was being a cheapskate and there were thousands of canyons that won't have a fee. But me and my fiance already have our hearts set on this specific canyon and view. As the argument went on, she started to not pick up our whole wedding plan, having the guests bring their own camping chairs, not having a real reception, just a small dinner for those who attended, and posting our registry all over social media by only having 20 people actually be invited. We don't want to spend any money. We don't want to spend money a lot of... He fucked that up, man. We don't want to spend a lot of money, and so doing it outdoors was one way of doing that. We also just want to close our in- our close and intimate fan- friends and family to be there, so I don't know what's wrong with keeping it small. To those who will ask, it's a canyon feed you have to pay, so at the base, so it's not like you could just pay the park rangers in advance, and you, they should, you should say that to cover this, it's open to the public, so am I the asshole? Mm. Mm, okay. I see where you're coming from. I see where you're coming from. I don't think you're an asshole because, obviously, you and your your fiancé, y'all want to save and nice, cute, intimate. Now, typically, for a wedding, it's typical that the uh, bride and groom, they, they pull their finances together to put on a whole wedding show. And, like, if you're only having, like, 20 people, that's, like, what, $200? I think y'all can afford that. For a wedding, that's incredibly fucking cheap. And obviously bringing chairs and, like, things for a reception, that's cool. But, like, again, this is your wedding, not your sister's. So if she has a problem, she cannot fucking come. And also, it's ten fucking dollars. It is ten. I have ten dollars right now. And I'm a notorious broke nigga. So, like, you can shut the fuck up respectfully. Nigga. Because at the end of the day, this is like y'all are celebrating y'all love. Y'all just want the people closest to y'all to, to help celebrate. Now, would it be nice for y'all to pay that $200 fee for everybody to come slide in, whatever? Yes. But like like you said, finances, life be life. And I, I get it. I fucking get it. But your sister was wilding out for no reason. So, ma'am. In today's verdict, you are not the asshole. Court adjourned. All right, let's get into some topics. Some topics. Okay, so I just figured out, well, I just figured out his name. Not too sure on who he was prior, but whatever. So let's talk about Sam Levinson, the creator and showrunner of Euphoria, and Barbie Ferreira. Ferraria? That's what Ferraria. Barbie Ferraria. If you don't know who those two are, obviously, Euphoria is one of the biggest hit TV shows to ever grace television in 2022. It had, we, Rue gave us a, 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 not say Rue, 
Zendaya gave us an astounding performance in season one, and season two just hit harder and hit different. Plus, we had the notorious fight uh, at the end between Cassie and um, the other other woman. Which, by the way, I'm so mad that one fight of the year. I'm so mad that one fight of the year because it was ass compared to all, all the other, all the other uh, entries on that list. It was terrible. I was mad. Like that was a tra- a travesty. Let's before before I go into this fight of the year twenty twenty two TV and movies. Yeah, there we go. It was the MTV Best Fight Movie The MTV Movie Awards Best Fight. Best Movie. Nah, gang. Give me that Best Fight. Give me that. Give me that Glizzy Dwizzy. Best Hero. Best Villain. Best Kiss. Best comedic performance, breakthrough performance, best fight. Okay, here we go. Best fight. Just keep all of these in mind. The Spider-Man end battle and Spider-Man No Way Home. Fantastic. You had Toby, Andrew, and Tom. Great. Shang-Chi bus fight. Another great fight. You had the uh, the cinematography between the fight between... uh. I cannot remember his name. I want to call him Lim. But like, beautiful fight. Lasts like for about a couple, three to five minutes. Great. Loved it. Guy versus dude. Free guy. This is the lower tier of these. But uh, it's not no, no way home or anything. Black Widow versus Widows. Also... Lower tier fights. I mean, she she ran the hands with all of them. But and then the last but certainly not least, Cassie versus Maddie, Euphoria. You fucking telling me that fuck ass Euphoria won over Spider Man's end battle. Did you not fucking see Tom and fucking Green Goblin go at it? Were we watching the same movie? Because I don't think we were. That battle, that battle was eclectic. That shit made my bussy wet. Y'all smoking dick if you say anything other than the Spider-Man battle. And that's just what it is. So the fact that they gave this gave this award to these two bitches, crazy, crazy. So back to Sam Levinson. So Barbie Ferraria has officially decided not to come back for season three, and I think a lot of it has to do with Mister Sam Levinson. Levinson. Okay, so if you never watched Euphoria, just know it's a show about 
high schoolers who are addicted to drugs, addicted to sex, they can't they can't maintain their emotions, and it's a it's a lot of fucking teenage drama bullshit. But like, drugs are a big part of it. So, in the show, they also have a lot of nudity. Like these are supposed to be high schoolers, and y'all, they're showing nudity, but but. I guess the creators can't always control who sees the art. So I think a lot of younger kids happen to watch Euphoria and they're seeing all this nudity and it's like, it's fucking crazy. So, not only that, but like, uh, Miss Barbie Ferraria, her character was trash. I think, I think in the first season, her character started off with a good character arc. Like she, she was dealing with some uh, body shaming issues, uh, being overweight. People were kind of making fun of her as the weird girl. Then she kind of got into webcamming and she started becoming like a fucking bitch. And like I don't think that was a good development for her character. I wanted more for her because she. I just wanted more for her, to be honest, because, like, she started off as, like, this nice, shy girl, and she just wanted a way to express uh, her uh, wild ideas, and she got into camming, and then she, she, her and this dude, uh, they came became infatuated with each other, but in season two, she, she was, she was walling. I remember that. She, like, she was dating the same dude, but she wasn't in love with him. I think she was cheating or something like that, and, like, I just wanted more for her character. But I, I don't know if the next season is going to be the last season. But now we'll never get that. Because the creator of the show, I think he has like... this. Like, a lot of stuff has came out with, the, with this most recent season coming out. A lot of stuff has came out by like him on a show. Because it's kind of weird that he wants to, these girls to do these wild scenes. Like get naked, have sex, this, that, and third. And it's like, okay, y'all are doing... Yeah, the the actors are consenting to doing it, but like, I don't think they want to. Obviously, they have to do it because of the contract in the bag. But that's why I think she left because, like, the uh, I'm gonna call it sexual abuse. The sexual abuse on the show was like, I don't like that. And like, she's starting like going in out in public. People start to have like a perception about her. You know we have to talk about him. The top G. Andrew Tate. Don't know Andrew Tate's been recently on everybody's feeds. I think in in August he was the most searched man on Google of all time. Which is crazy. So recently... Uh, he's been deplatformed. All his platforms have been taken off YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, etc. Anywhere you can find him socially, he's been taken off and deplatformed. Mainly because, uh, like, I think there's some allegations of sex trafficking. Um, but obviously, those allegations turned out not to be true. The uh, Romanian police uh, swatted his home. They didn't find anybody that was obstructed, that was being there against their will, that that. This, that, and the third, whatever. Andrew Tate off the rip has a lot, a lot of crazy ideas packaged. 
But I don't think these ideas are inherently wrong. At the end of the day, he's part of the red pill community. What the red what the red pill community really seek, they want men to step up and be better. We live in society where now most women will only search for a man that's in the top one percent, higher tier. They're not messing with these broke niggas like me anymore, and that is fine. That is their prerogative. But man, if you want to stop getting hurt and stop start doing better, naturally being able to attract women, you got to improve your lifestyle first, and that's all that the red pill community is trying to teach. Now, other like now, granted, as any other group, you have radicals in that community. I think Andrew Tate is one of is is a far swing of one of those radical radicals because. Delivering the ideas comes off harsh as fuck. However, when he explains them, it's like, okay, this kind of makes sense. For example, now keep in mind, I have not watched the full clip of this. There was this quote that he said that women should walk around with, (laughs) I use this every time, women should walk around with their body counts on their forehead and it'll make the world a whole lot simpler. I don't think it does. I don't want my, (laughs) I don't think it does, obviously, because like that's like, he to put this stipulation on only women, because he was asked in that same interview, like, okay, if that's the case, we should put the same, the same, uh, What's it called? On men. And I was like, like he was like, agreed. He was like, he kind of agreed slash disagreed. And I was like, okay, but if we do that, it's only going to raise our value. I don't think that's true. Ladies, again, let me say this. I'm a lover of promiscuous women. I want my girl to be thoroughly dicked out by the time she come to me and settle down with Mr. Average Penis. I want I want her to go ahead and experience life a little bit so she knows that this is the this is the the middest that she can get from me. Do I care about a woman's body count? When I was younger I did. When I was younger I did. Now after me living life for a little bit, I don't give a fuck what your body count is unless unless you like Mia Khalifa and you done fucked over a thousand plus bodies crazy. Crazy, which by the way, I had a dream about me putting together this live show, and I ended up making connections with um Heavenly Controller, and like he gave me the he gave me the plug to some porn stars, and I was calling the porn stars in the show in my meeting room. So I had my whole team, and it was like, yo, yo, ladies, ladies, y'all can come in one after the other. He had Mia Khalifa, um. What's what's the what's the girl name that he always have on his like Victoria something? I'm I'm just looking up heavenly. A V E N controller. I, I porn. Can you put can you put the word porn? Violet Myers, that's her name. Violet Myers. 
Violet Myers coming through, fucking Selena Powell, etc. And they're all doing it for free. I'm like, yo, I appreciate y'all coming through, helping out with the live show. And they're like, yeah, it's under the third. And like, we fast forward to the live show, and they over here teaching us about sex and shit, talking about switches, blind. Like, a bitch got a blindfold on me, and she running one of those heart shaped whips up my abs. And I'm like, ooh, squirt in my mouth, baby. <laughs> Oh, uh, <laughs> that's the perfect title. That's a perfect title. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. But, yeah. Andrew Tate, the top G. I don't think it was right for uh, these uh, platforms to deplatform him. But at the same time, you got to remember that these platforms put a set of guidelines uh, and rules. And if you don't adhere to those rules, again, you can be taken off. And that's exactly what the fuck they did. I feel like they collaborated together because, like, the the timing between him again take taken down on all social platforms is crazy. It's almost inapplicable, inexplicable. I think that's the word inexplicable. I'm gonna say that. Don't quote me on that. I'm very vested. And okay, I'm obviously obviously as a, a content creator, I'm very invested in social media. But I think I'm even more invested in discovering what's going to be the next big wave. Because TikTok was TikTok had like a little wave before um it really got popping back in twenty twenty because everybody was in quarantine. We had no choice. I remember I, first time I downloaded TikTok during was during quarantine and I thought I thought the exact same thing. I thought it was an app for kids. You wasn't gonna see nothing but little girls trying to trying to dance to the hottest song the hottest songs at the time i didn't want that but obviously tiktok is more as communities as depth it it does a lot tiktok is a, a indispensable uh asset so i was thinking about it and tiktok is inherent like if, if you're a black creator or tiktok is inherently racist slash sexist because there are certain things on on there that shouldn't exist. For example, uh, just the other day, I was scrolling through. I saw a video of a, a woman openly breastfeeding her child. I'm talking about titty out. I have no problem with this. I have no problem. But that's a bad look, gang. That's a bad look. Why are you breastfeeding your child on the on the internet? Don't we don't need to see that. This is an intimate moment between you and your child. Y'all are bonding right now. Because if that little fucker don't move and let me get a turn, we're going to have an issue. I say harsh things that are packaged terribly. I say harsh things that are packaged terribly. And I know this. I have no problem admitting it. 
am I angry? Let's see what time we at. We are at least 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. There we go. There we go. All right. I'm going to wrap this up because I do have to shoot another podcast later today. So, I'm very implied because like, TikTok is inherently racist. Off the rip. They're, they'll take your, first of all, they'll take your video down for saying the N-word, even if you're black, which is, all right, we get it. You want this to be a clean cut? We can do that. We can do that. Um, They don't like it. They'll shadow ban you for talking about black issues like uh, like police brutality. Um, about, like, anytime somebody brings up analytics towards them, they'll shadow ban that account. But... <sighs> It's inherently racist. So I, I'm very invested in like figuring out what's going to be the next wave and or creating the next wave because I want to be able to create a platform especially for black creators so they can really share their art without scrutiny and get the same level of traction and um, same level of traction and like attention that they would get from an app like TikTok. Maybe one day. All right, let's get into some music. As you know, as this is the second day of pod, day day two of the day two of the fourteen days of pod. There we go. I said I said it backwards. So, yeah, I know I got to give you my second album. Coming in number six is TV by Ty Verdes. Again, as you heard at the beginning of this episode, it was one of his songs. And Ty Verdas gives me immaculate vibes. I discovered this album a little bit towards the end of quarantine. It was like the December of uh, 2020-ish. And I, this is that's when I discovered this album. It's about how Ty... How he had to drop out of school. He had to find himself. He's finding. He's going through love, um, dealing with relationships, and it's like it's very vibey. I call it vibey music. It's very vibey music, and you got tracks like "Real World," drugs. You know, sometimes I do drugs, not hard ones, the ones that turns my mind up, and it's just it's a very reflective. Reflective um, project because he talks he talks a lot about uh mainly this whole album since him dropping out of school, him getting to a relationship with this girl that that him and him and her are best friends. Girl's not really liking him that much, and he starts to go spiral down into this like slow depression. That's why you get songs like something the bad bad news. Something to cry about, fake profit, and uh, happy till it hurts. And most, and this one just, this one just screams like, "Yo, I might be a little crazy, but it says I deserve to be alone." I was like, "Damn, bro, going through it. That's tough, gango." So I'm gonna play. So I'm gonna play the uh, first song for y'all guys. Just I'm not gonna play it all the way through, but just for y'all to get the sense. You got the guitar coming in. Yeah. 
actually might let this bank out. I haven't been the same since graduation. All my friends went, but I didn't make it. They got that first class ticket, but I'm in coach. Feel like they threw me overboard, but my shit flows. I don't need a motherfucking plan, I'll take my boat. I don't give a goddamn if my socks get sold. Cause I never thought the same way as everybody else. But it still hurts to get left out. Even if it's for a stupid piece of paper. That I don't give two shits about. That's cool, it's not cool, and I'm still cracked out on finance. When I left that place, I was shaking out the plate tectonics. Switching 9 to 5 with my sweet harmonics. I'm only taking really, really positive, constructive comments. Because now, I'm sensitive as fuck. That's Real World by Ty Verdez. It's definitely a great fucking project. If you got 30 minutes to spare, I definitely 100% encourage you to check out this album. It's truly a journey, and I feel like there's a new age of music like this coming forward because you got artists like this, like Ty Verdez, Anise, um, that are coming up, and they're giving you all these vibey songs about being in love, staying in love, and like... Going through heartbreak, but not in a depressive manner. All his, all the um, songs on here are very happy. They they sound they 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 the subject matter and the sound, yeah, the mainly subject matter. The subject matter is like, oh damn, maybe I deserve to be alone. I I did this, that, and the third. She deserves better than me. I deserve to be alone. But it's told in a very happy and expressive way, which leads a lot of people to overlook the true um the true theme of the album. Real quick before we head out. Yesterday I got off work and I took one of my coworkers home. Now this coworker used to know me from high school. So like you know, we chop it up. He was like, Hey yo, bro, can I talk to you about something? And like I, I don't want you to take it the wrong way. I was like, all right, what's what, what's what the fuck is going on? Not gonna lie, bro. When we were in high school, I thought she was gay. I'm like, what? This was a, because apparently people like people thought I was gay in high school. I'm like, no, I was just weird, bro. I I wanted to be cool so bad, and like I didn't know how to fit in. Like people really thought I was gay. They like they they concocted this whole. St- Storyline that I had I had a boyfriend who wore a leather jacket and what? This is mind boggling to me because who started this rumor? I have to fight you now. Like why? Wh- who would do that? I'm a cool guy. I'd, I'd be having bitches. Actually, I had no bitches. I had ugly bitches in high school. I had ugly bitches in high school. But who did that? Who started that? That's not cool. But like he's like, and then he was like, but like, yeah, you significantly different from how you used to be. Like you, like you be getting bitches now. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I, uh, I 
I'm a promiscuous boy. What can I say? But fuck you, guy. Whoever started that rumor, fuck you, guy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> As you already know, guys, this has been another great episode of the Entangled Thoughts Podcast. I'm your host, Poetic Justice. And remember, actually, did I say that right? Mm. Whatever. I'm your host, Poetic Justice. And remember, keep them thoughts out your bed and keep them in your mind. I don't want to be famous. That just ain't us. I want to go outside. Hope nobody chase us. I don't want to be too rich. What y'all buying is stupid. I really got all that I need. Still eating at the roofing. I don't want to have to rent a bowling alley just to throw be Audi. Sucked and hope I rally. Everything that I do in life is an open tally on a sheet of acceptance from everyone around me. And I don't want to have problems in my relationship because a lie they told. Watch how they flip the script. I don't want to have nannies come over, raise the kids. I want to teach them to be better than I ever been. I don't want to be famous, that just ain't us, I want to go outside, hope nobody chase us, I don't want to be too rich, what y'all buying is stupid.